This is Jamie Lisso, and you are listening to The Barn. Welcome to The Barn, live from The Barn Studios in Southeast Missouri. You got The Mocs here with Chuck. Chuck, how are you, my man? Perfect as always, buddy. Getting ready for the weekend. We got Jamie Lisso in town this weekend at the St. Charles Funny Bone, and we have him online right now. Jamie, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, gentlemen? Doing good. You're in town tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, and we're going to catch you at the Funny Bone in St. Charles, Missouri. Welcome to St. Louis. Have you been here before? I have been here before. I'm very excited to be here. I left New York City. I told my manager I would only go somewhere equally as dangerous <laughs> and to book whatever he could. I've been here before. You know, it's funny, man. I have a um, – so I started doing this show called Gutfeld, which is where most of my fans know me from. And what's funny is, like, I didn't know how the reception of the show was going to be, like, as I went on the road. And the St. Charles Funny Bone was the first place – that I started off my tour and I literally been doing comedy for 20 years and have never, I, I had no idea what to expect. And when I walked into that funny bone, it was packed with people from the show. And so I, I, I will never forget. Not only have I been here, but I will never forget that this was like, this is kind of like the first place uh, ever since my, not, not like a resurgence, but it's like the new, the new chapter in my, in my long uh, time doing comedy. And, uh, so I have I have great memories of walking into that club on Thursday night and it just being like packed with people and they knew who I was and it wasn't, you know, and it was, it was really cool. So, yeah, I've been here before. Love it. Big fan. So not only do you have the stranglehold on Alaska comedy, but St. Charles, Missouri <laughs> is a Jamie. Dude, that's right. Jamie Lisco that's right, man. town, man. The only two places I get recognized, man. <laughs> that's St. Uh, Charles in Alaska. Funny you're there, though. That's me and Chuck's old stomping grounds. We went to college in in yeah, St. Charles, Lindenwood Lions. Shout out. That's that's a nice place. Don't don't St. Louis. Not that's where they murder a lot. <laughs> yeah, stay. Oh, okay, this is the not. Okay, no, yeah, you're non-murder. Yeah, you're fine. You're there. good there. <laughs> oh, okay. I trust you guys. <laughs> Could take a walk around and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it, it actually is a really nice area. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I was just walking around here. <laughs> We love this Real Rob on Netflix, man. Two seasons in. I mean, talk about a funny show with a funny cast. I know you're co-producing, co-writing, co-starring. Tell us about Real Rob and working with Rob Schneider. Oh, it's so funny, man. I just had to ignore Rob's call just now, talking to you guys. I swear to God. Um, happy to do it. We got Gustavo. He gets fucking Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah, we got Gustavo calling us. <laughs> I'll call Rob back as soon as I'm off. But we... um. It's a wild, it's a wild ride, man. Like, I, what's fun about writing a TV show? That and by the way, it's only on Netflix for I think a few more months. We actually own the show. Netflix licensed it, and what's beautiful about that is we could do a season three and take it somewhere else, which is which is all what we're discussing right now. So we're really looking forward to find out like what happens with season three and where it will all end up. And dude, working with schneider on a show that's about rob schneider it's one of the easiest <laughs> writing gigs you can have because whenever you're stuck you just like look at rob and go tell me something funny that happened in your life and we end up writing like i don't know how far into the series you are but i remember like season two we had to write an episode we just had nothing you know we just had no ideas and we we're trying to think of something about him being famous but how he still 
has to deal with some of the some of the headaches that regular people have to deal with, even though he's famous. And I go, you ever have anything happen when you're, you know, that yeah, you're famous, being famous really helps you? And he was like, oh, I was in Vegas once and I hit a guy with my car and the cops came and cared more about him than <laughs> me than him. I remember that episode. And I was like, what? Oh, that's and funny. And so we made it an episode. That is almost a 100% true story. Oh, that's crazy. That, that, that's a funny episode. I don't know if you got there. But I've watched the damn series twice. I love the show. I had a big question about Rob Schneider, though, and it, uh, just him personally. I'm a big yeah. uh, card collect, uh, sports cards collector, and I'm, I know that he got his – dude, he had a Willie Mays PSA 9 Bowman 51. Like, it's probably, it might be one, the only one in the world. I don't know. Oh, wow. But it's got to be really – you know, there's not many. Did he ever get that back? Dude, I got it right here. <laughs> Because his place was robbed, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that oh, what happened? I, I, that's, that's right. I didn't, I didn't mention it. Yeah, his place was robbed, and somebody stole that out of his house. Oh, man. I would kill him. I'd kill him. I know. That is a crazy they, – they took, like, not only valuable, but just really, like, personal, personal stuff. No, he sport, never yeah. got that back. Oh, God, dude. I think how much that's worth, man. Like, I know. That was, I think they took an, a, a wedding ring or something. It was a, That was a oh, terrible – that was a terrible time for him, man. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that was rough. A similar thing happened to me. Somebody took my air mattress. Ooh. And, um, <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Yeah, kind that. of a, it was like a one of a kind. I mean, they, well, they, there were a few more at the Walmart, but I had just bought this one. And, um, oh, hey, 30 bucks is 30 bucks, man. You can't, I mean, yeah, it was signed more. by Sam Walton. It was, uh, it was devastating to me and my family. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and they, took, they didn't take my wedding ring, but they took my ring doorbell, which oh, I really had a yeah. connection to that. Oh, if and, one uh, you had to wire yourself, man, that sucks because that's that's tough to do. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a bitch. That, that was a whole afternoon. That was a whole afternoon. Yeah, but he never he never got that back, man. That was that was sincerely that was like that was brutal when as that a, happened. As a collector, man, I, I just I can't imagine. I mean, that's the, like as, that's his favorite team growing up. Oh wow! Also. Yeah. So it's got you know his favorite player in history and shit. And super God, rare. Yeah, have, there's probably only one or two of those in the world. God, I it's can imagine. It's just terrible, man. Yeah. It really worked out for me because I collect tragic stories. Oh, And yeah. I was able to add this one to my collection. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just brutal, man. I can't believe you remember that. I was oh. I was driving through Alaska at the time with his assistant. And, oh, it is a long story. But I remember we heard about that on that big drive to Alaska. I just remember pulling over and being like, oh, no, man. And we, we felt bad that we weren't around and. The assistant felt bad he wasn't there, and Jeez, it man. was crazy. Yeah, we got a lot of money for that card, though. So. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm <laughs> In Alaska, <laughs> yeah, South, South Alaska. <laughs> also working with uh, worked with uh, Rob on a daddy daughter trip. Ooh. You know, guy down on his luck trying to make a promise to his daughter. You know, and, and I've been there before. I've been on some daddy daughter trips. I'm a father of three. Chuck has some as well. Oh yeah. Uh, Tell us about Daddy Daughter Trip. Yeah, man. And so I got something else to tell you guys, too. I got to remember. So after so we did Daddy Daughter Trip, which was it was filmed in Phoenix, Arizona. It was kind of a um, you know, how people had like covid babies, you know, because they were inside. Yeah. And then they end up sleeping again. That was me and Rob Schneider's covid baby hmm. because <laughs> all of the gigs got canceled and we were like, we got to find something to do. And we just started writing that movie and somehow as the pandemic and the the shutdowns got longer and longer, we just finished writing it. We ended up getting someone to finance it. We ended up shooting it. It ended up being like the thing we did when we couldn't tour. And yeah, it's a nice little story about uh, a dad trying to take his daughter on this big trip and he has no money. And so he, instead of going to the water slide, he takes her to the car wash and he gets on the hood. And instead of, you know, it's just this, it's this kind of like sweet story about, 
yeah, a, a father daughter thing. And what I want to say, guys, is I don't know if you saw this news, but we actually are in the middle of working on. You guys remember the movie The Animal with Rob? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So we're doing The Animal Two for Fox Tubi, and we're actually that's why Rob called me just now is because we're on, we're on a final draft for. Uh, we're doing like one of those fun little twenty years later. You know, wow, very cool. Kind of renaissance cool. Of yeah, and we're we're really psyched, man. It came out really good. Rob said to me the other day, he said, "I thought the animal was a really good way. It's a it's a good story. I don't know if you remember, but it's a, it's a beautiful story. I feel like it's really well structured." And Rob was like, "This one's officially better than the original." So he's like, he's real psyched about it. So that's going to come out on Fox Tubi. We're going to go into production probably like in two months here. I'm in, man. I'm in. Okay, so on on Daddy, Daddy Daughter Trip. You played yeah. apprentice to uh, uh, your character played an apprentice to John Cleese. Dude, can I tell you? He's my number one, right? Like mm-hmm. way up there, man. My dad loved him. I loved him. It was like something me and my dad really had in common. Was like, you know, you you like different stuff than your parents. And I remember like Monty Python was something we absolutely loved. And so I went to a dinner with like Rob and John Cleese. Was just like so nervous the whole time and like almost like having an out of body experience. And I, I I would hate to see a videotape of what I was like <laughs> during that dinner. And um, so fast forward, you know, Rob Rob had been like, oh, we got to get you a part in the movie. And um. When no one's looking, I just changed the name of the character John Cleese is talking to to Jamie. And um, 100% true. I just changed the name. And as it moves forward, everyone just goes, oh, that must be Jamie's doing this this scene with John Cleese. So I give myself a scene. I wrote the damn movie, so why not give myself a scene with John Cleese? <laughs> yeah, of course. And we do the scene. He's everything you would want him to be. He's, oh, he reminds yes. me of Adam Sandler in that way, that like – it's the best possible experience once you meet the real person, like just an incredible person. And dude, I swear we, we hit it off so well. I would say like two days later, I'm walking on the road. I get a strange number on my phone. I answer it and it's just John Cleese. Oh, that's surreal, man. <laughs> and he went to, um, he had gotten my number from somebody. He just called to say hi and ask how editing was going and talked to me about some other film he's doing and wants to send it to me. And I'm just like, this is the craziest thing. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. wild. And so, yeah, I like really made a new friend. That he is he's a he's still got it. You know, his timing's ridiculous. He's he's still guys and it's just like literally they say don't meet your heroes not true in this case. It's kind of like that Chris Farley scene with uh with uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Hey. Oh dude, that's you, what the dinner was like. You, you, you remember that like. time? Remember that time you did that thing? Oh. <laughs> Remember that silly walk? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's all he he searched for your number, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Dude, yeah, he, yeah, he uh it was it was really wild. It was it was a wild time. And we still keep in touch. Like uh he's good buddies with Rob and you know, we'll do a call. Not often, but you know, every few months or something just to check in and he's gonna be in the animal too. He's gonna oh, be remember cool. there was yeah. there was a crazy doctor that gave Rob all of his animal parts. Yeah. John Cleese is going to be the new the new Dr. Wilder that gives Rob all his animal parts. Dude, he's such a legend, man. Faulty Towers. Oh, I don't know if you ever watched that. Oh, box. dude. Oh, I, watched every, I saw every minute of that shit. Yes. Rob Just, Schneider says that Faulty Towers was one of the inspirations for a real Rob because Cleese wrote that with his wife. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Wow. As I was saying that, I was like, did I just make this up? We should fact check that. <laughs> I, do that I may time. have literally made that up, but I think it's true. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'll, I'll say something that I think is a fact, and then I look at their reaction. I'm like, oh, shit, did I make that up? 
Dude, I might have made it up. I'm not even sure John Cleese called me. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm playing St. Charles tonight. <laughs> I don't know if anything's true. It's been a long travel day. You know, some of these situations, like being in the Rob circle, I guess, you know, I found yourself working with Spade and Sandler and some of these guys. But I got to ask you about Norm McDonald and working with Norm. I know, Norm, that was one of the last things I think that Norm had actually did when, uh, he, when he was in one of your episodes. and. And Norm's like a hero to me and to us. So uh, talk a little bit about Norm, if you don't mind. Oh, dude. And so tragic. He was my, he was probably my number one comedian. And then like getting to meet him and like when he was in Real Rob, I have never, I have never laughed harder. I was not in the scene. I was like behind the camera. (laughs) I've never almost ruined a take until (laughs) Norm MacDonald was ad-libbing. It was some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard in my life. He was just a genius. And again, like just the nicest guy. And like he was supposed to be in daddy daughter trip. And I think that's when he wasn't feeling well. And we we didn't know what was going on, but he just wasn't. We had a role for him where he was actually going to play just the voice of a ring doorbell. What? And um, he we couldn't get him. You know, we, we just could never arrange, you know, the times and get him into the studio. And looking back. We think that's what was going on. Like maybe he just wasn't feeling up to it, and that's why we weren't able to. Did you guys even give him a? Do you give him a script, or you just sit, sit down and say, "This is what's your just you're, be norm." Yeah, your guy that your norm be norm be norm. <laughs> we get, for real, Rob. He had a script, but everything that's in the show, I think, is ad libbed except for <laughs> a couple of story points. But every joke right. that's in the show, he I think he made up. Good lord, man. What a genius. Yeah, we lost we lost a great one there, man. Yeah. Oh my god. So tragic. Okay, so I'm obsessed with Alaska. I uh not to live there, I don't think, but <laughs> to uh my one of my bucket list things is to just get because the the sun is shining in, in my mind at two AM. <laughs> I don't know how, how light it is. I want to get shit-faced at the bar, go play golf at 2 a.m. Is that possible? Dude, I think that's a great idea. Let me tell you what you should not do. Do not go to a bar in the summer. By the way, the winter is the opposite, so it's just dark for nine months out of the year. Oh, you're correct, and the summer's bright outside. Getting shit-faced, going to play golf is a great idea. What is not a good idea is meeting a girl in a bar and walking outside into the sun. Oh god. The darkness right. is there for a reason. Ooh. We need the darkness. The darkness is a huge part of the one night stand. You don't realize it until yeah. you both walk outside and you go, What are we even doing here? Oh god. And you look at each other and just go separate ways. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. that's, that's oh that's like the gynecologist thing, man. He's like, Oh yeah, 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 gynecologist, but then there's the bad parts to it too, man. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad parts. Yeah, it's not all Dude, I worry about I, I worry about the guy the male gynecologist that comes home. And his wife is like, you want to have sex? And he's like, ah, more work. Right. Yeah. yeah no, I just all, I saw these all day. Oh. <laughs> Tonight and this weekend, you are going to be catching Jamie Lissau at the Funny Bone in St. Charles, Missouri. His hot spot, it's going to be packed there. I, I don't know if you can get a ticket, but if you can, you need to get down there and check it out. Two for Friday and Saturday, right? Early show, late show. Yeah, man, and there's a few tickets left for all shows, but they are getting close to where we're going to sell them out. Awesome. So if anybody wants to come, I'd love to see. I love it here. It's my first, uh, I swear, man, it was like the first part of the rebirth of this. I, I just couldn't, I could not be more excited to be back here. And we're, we're lucky to have you in town. You're going to go to the Funny Bone in St. Charles for two shows, early show and late show, and see Jamie. Let's out, Jamie. We appreciate your time today. Thanks for talking with us, awesome man. Awesome talking to you, man. Awesome. Good talking to you guys, man. I got to go fence this Willie Mays card before the show tonight, yeah. but it was real nice catching up with you guys. Ah, we'll, we'll, we'll cut all that shit if you need us to. <laughs> that's, all right, man. That's, that's, I'll that's, talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Bye. Jamie. Bye. Okay, have a good one.